This is the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. On the phone line with us right now, ESPN Sports Center anchor, reporter, Sirius XM radio host, Linda Cohn, now joins us here on the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. Thank you, Linda, for joining us. It's my pleasure. Glad I could do it. Now, what brings you here to the Motor City? I hear that you're in town. Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, first of all, how did it take me this long to go visit the Joe? in hockey town it took me forever but since they're closing the place down i figured i better go soon and um i'm actually meeting my brother and some friends here my brother's coming from a different uh, origination so we're just meeting here doing some business and and going to a hockey game which we love doing and um the really you know sad part of it and is the is the you know the coincidence that my first game you know here uh is the one that's going to be such an emotional night after the passing of Mike Gillich, like it's going to be something people here that have gone to Red Wings games and season ticket holders are going to be remember and remember and remember forever and ever because of how great this man was to not only um, the Red Wings, but to the Tigers, to youth hockey uh, and to the city. Now, being a New York Ranger fan, how is it going for you uh, for the New York Rangers? Well, yeah, I mean, I'll never change my fandom. You know, when you grow up loving a team, uh, while I am objective or attempt to, you know, attempt to be, I mean, I'm not going to hide my fandom when I'm on Twitter. Uh, people who follow me at Linda Cone, they know it. But um, I actually think Ranger, you know, the Rangers seem to be uh, in a good, uh, hit their stride right now. Um, Henrik Lundqvist is playing like Henrik Lundqvist again, and it begins and ends there all the time when you're talking about the New York Rangers and their chances once again to try to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, they're rolling four lines. They're pretty deep, and overall, pretty everyone's pretty healthy. Would um, could this team compete for a Stanley Cup? Absolutely. I'm not sure if they can win it, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if GM Jeff Gordon uh, has a thing or two up his sleeve from the trading deadline. Now, from afar, Linda, you have realized that the Red Wings have been in the postseason now for the better part of 26 years. Mike Illich has passed away. But in looking at the Red Wing team, they are struggling a little bit, and many around town are kind of thinking that maybe this playoff streak is going to end. Yeah, I can't believe it, you know, right? I mean, I say I can't believe it. People who love the Red Wings, they can't believe it. And not only that, they're playing poorly. I mean, uh, they're last in the, you know, they're last in the Eastern Conference, you know, and they're there are like seven teams ahead of them just even to get a shot at the last wild card, which currently is held by Toronto. So um, I'm not saying uh, it's not impossible, but I just don't see this team right now with the roster it has making an incredible run and about and six teams ahead of them being awful for them to, you know, catch Toronto. It is really, you know, all great things have to end, right? You know, so... Uh, I think this is the year uh, just because they're going to run out of a season, and I think it's going to end. So you landed in Detroit earlier Wednesday afternoon. What's on the itinerary? Uh, you know what? Um, having a nice dinner, but honestly, and, and seeing a couple of things, nothing you know, really exciting and thrilling. But, you know, my main goal was uh, going to see a hockey game and going to see an institution, an amazing venue. I know some people obviously – Say it has gotten very old and decrepit, and and then I say, well, then that's why they're getting a new stadium, you know. So you know the time is now, but I I had to see this place. You know, I'm old enough where I was lucky enough to see the old Montreal Forum uh, before the Bell Center uh, was built, and I always wanted to see that. And I saw that when I was much younger, when I was a kid, 
And then, um, you know, and, and we also, I grew up on Long Island and the Nassau Coliseum became old and decrepit and obviously the Islanders don't play there anymore. So the time was right for Detroit to get a new place, well-deserved, but I had to see the old place before they shut it down. Linda Cohn on the line from ESPN. Now, are you potentially going to come back when the new district opens up? Many people are raving about the the new Little Caesars Arena and what it's going to become. Yeah, and I love it. And again, that's something, the Little Caesars Arena, that's all because of Mike Illich, right? I mean, he made that happen. One of the many things he made happen while he was alive. Um, And I think it's great because in the coming years, you know, you build an amazing arena like this, the NHL uh, will look at this and say, hey, I like the way this is laid out. I like the way I can welcome a lot of people, masses of people to it. So it could be a spot, obviously, for an NHL all-star game in the future. Um, and, and that would be a, a really, really amazing thing for this town, right, for this city to have something like that. And people come from far and wide, Detroit, to see the new facility. And NHL All-Star is so much fun. So why wouldn't that happen in the next few years? No, that'd be excellent. We'd love to have you. It's great to talk to you. Scouring the landscape in, across the NHL, who, what, who are the teams and squads that have impressed you so far this season? You know what? It's obvious. I mean, um, when you look around the Metropolitan Division, is the division and the entire NHL that has blown people away. Um, obviously, who can count out the Pittsburgh Penguins as defending champs? And they're playing uh, like they haven't missed a beat. Uh, the Washington Capitals, I know a lot of people who are Caps fans, and, you know, every time I mention to them, I'm like, my goodness, I think they're better than last year, or I think I'm better than, they're better than the year before. They'll always say the same thing, and I will agree with them. Let's see it happen in the playoffs, and, and that's their big bugaboo. But I think right now the two best teams uh, in the NHL are in the Metropolitan Division, in the Capitals and the Penguins. Um, I like the way the Blackhawks are coming on of late in the West. Uh, Minnesota, I still have a problem with with their um, ability to score. I still feel they're weak in that area. And I, and if I was management of the Minnesota Wild because defense and I got the goalie, I would make a trade and get you know get a guy that can put the puck in the net and make a run. How surprised were you at the move made by Montreal to change head coaches? Yeah, that was huge. I wasn't surprised that Michelle Therrien was fired uh, because he had done several things uh, along the way um, that were head-shaking. Um, we remember, like, in mid-December, I believe it was, when he pulled Carey Price uh, after, like, Price had, like, four goals on, like, 18 shots, but it wasn't all on him. Carey Price stared down Michelle Therrien, and you don't want your best player on your team doing that. Then we remember um, before the season started at a charity golf tournament, Michelle Therrien was quoted as calling, basically criticizing his captain, Max Pacioretty, basically calling him soft and not a good leader. You know, things like this. So I felt that the writing was on the wall and there he might have been gone earlier, a year ago, if it wasn't because of the Carey Price injury. So what had me laughing was the fact when they hired Claude Julian again, and Claude Julian, I just heard a comment from him just saying that, you know, he thought he was going to wait until the spring, the off season, to make a decision. He was going to have a few choices out there, but he wanted to get back to Montreal, and Mark Bergevin, GM of Montreal, like basically laid it on the table, said it's now, maybe he didn't say it's now or never, but we would like to have you now. So uh, Claude Julian didn't want to let that opportunity slip away, 
And uh, it's truly funny. But people who don't follow hockey um, from other sports, they shake their head. They're like, how can this happen? Like, they don't know that Montreal, even though they're in first place in the Atlantic Division, were inconsistent and could be a lot better. So they're like, how can a team in first place fire their coach? It happens in hockey. And people outside of hockey, uh, they're still trying to figure that out. Linda Cohn, kind enough to give us a few minutes. You can follow her on Twitter, at Linda Cohn. Now, I'll get you out of here on this. Obviously, I'm a Red Wings fan. I've seen their success 26 years in the postseason. Growing up, watching SportsCenter, a staple in cable television, a staple for anybody that loves sports. What's been the secret to your success and longevity working at ESPN and at SportsCenter? Well, first of all, I appreciate you using that amazing analogy of the Red Wings, you know, and uh, with me, I know, I mean... uh, you know what? I just when I go and 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 host Sports Center, even to this day after 24 and a half years and over 5,000 uh, shows, I just um, honestly I just make believe that someone out there is seeing me for the very first time, and I always have to bring my A game. And I never took anything for granted, and I just let my personality uh, burst through. And I never try to be something I wasn't. I just tried to be me. Linda, who just loves sports so much, just like the viewers at home who happen to still watch sports better. And what a personality. Linda Cohn, kind enough to give us a few minutes here on the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. Enjoy your trip to Detroit. I hope for an opportunity to chat with you again. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and I hope I bring good luck to the Red Wings for you.